Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 49 and I'm your host, Brooke McCallery. I am joined by my co-host, Love Knobs McCallery, Ben himself. What a, what a following that has, has got. People Hashtag Love Knobs. Bring it. Yeah, don't, don't know what I think about that. <laughs> you haven't processed your thoughts no, on Love Knobs yet? No. So um, anyway, it's, um, it's got a bit of momentum. Uh, which is great. Um, Who would have thought that um, the we would have been known as Love Knobs? Your claim to fame. Exactly. Yep. Love Knobs McCallery. So we are in the second last week. Well, as you're, as you're listening to this, we're in the last week. Yes. So we stuffed up last week. We did. We don't. Turns out we don't. We don't calendar well. We don't no. do dates well. We missed. No. We messed up. We said last last episode that this was our uh, our final hurrah, but it is not. We have a, another week to go. And um, yeah, if uh, one word to describe the sugar experiment, tell me, please. Surprising. Hmm. Um, for a number of reasons. Surprisingly easy. Okay. After the initial, I'm going to say four days. Mm-hmm. Surprising in the way it's made me feel. The way you make me feel. We'll stop it there. <laughs> Please. And... Thirdly, it's been surprising how quick it's gone. Okay. Okay, sure. So um, I guess that comes down to it being not as hard as I thought it would be, really. You thought that it was going to drag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really glad about that. I'm glad that it's made me feel good Mm -hmm. uh, and it's gone quite quick and... Um, surprised at love knobs. <laughs> Makes two of us. <laughs> I'm far I feel more that, Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are switching off as we speak. I'm far more amused by that than anybody else. Uh, okay, so if there was one word, what would it be for you? Finish this sentence. Okay. Quitting sugar has made me feel good. <laughs> like lamest word choice ever, but it has made me feel really good. I just feel, I think I said it last week, I feel comfortable like in my my digestion, you know. Take that as an anecdotal whatever if you want, but I just feel um like less bloated. I feel um energetically amazing in comparison to a month ago just not as sluggish like i have i have up and down days but that's life i don't think that's anything specific to do with sugar or you know um diet or anything like that it's it's been really really a very very positive experience i agree and you know what's really funny that i've found is how many people actually do are on sugarless diets mm-hmm. or, or minimal sugar 
It's like, you know, when you buy a new car and all you see is your car on the road. <laughs> I've had so many conversations with people over the last three weeks about the fact that they're giving up sugar. Mm, confirmation bias as well. But the other thing is, I, I don't know about you, I kind of feel like a bit of a wanker talking about food all the time. Totally. I really am. Like, as, as helpful as this experience has been, I'm going to be really glad to not talk about it yep. because I fear that I'm becoming one of those boring people who talks about their diet. I really mm. – and I mean, and I'm really mindful to not do that, but I think it's interesting because once you raise it, once you, you start talking about it, people feel like they can have a conversation with you about it and not be judged for, you know, being that boring person who's talking about sugar all the time. But I am finding that people are very interested and when they know that we're doing this experiment, they do want to know how it's going for us. But I'm quite looking forward to – just getting on with eating the way I want to eat and not talking about it anymore as well. Yes. Because it can, it could very easily become um, monotonous for the people that you're talking to. But also um, an obsession is too strong a word, but it can become a focal point. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like it has been. But that's because, I mean, that's also because of the experiment. Like we're doing these podcasts and we actually have to talk about it because we've said that that's what we're going to do. But uh, just in everyday life, I don't want to become that person who sits there and bores everyone about, you know, their their current lifestyle change beyond, you know, a five-minute conversation of polite length. I've, I've enjoyed educating people on on it, though. That's, that's the bit where I've um, – educated is the wrong word, but um, pointing out to people when they asked about it that – having something to you know being educated in the ways of sugar and what's Mm. in food because previous to this i was oblivious to um how much sugar is contained in different foods the the sugar film heightened it for me yeah and and really opened my eyes so i think it's for me more than anything it's been a huge education piece okay so you're enjoying being educated, but you're also enjoying educating other people or talking about it and kind of bringing light to the issue. Yeah. I'm not a martyr. No. but It's, it's just interesting because I um, – yeah, I don't know if it's because I bear the brunt of people having a dig at this particular experiment, you know, with emails and comments and whatnot, which is fine. We're all different, different opinions. But um, I don't ever want to come across – a, as if I have all the answers, and B, as if, um, you know, it's a like a superiority thing because it's definitely not. It's that, And that's really what we wanted to do with these experiments. Just try things for a month. Give them a really good go for a month and either continue on with them if they're positive and beneficial and they're things that, that fit well with our aims and goals in life, but also to just try it, say, yeah, it wasn't really for me, and move on. So I think, um, yeah, it's been interesting to see the variety of reactions from people listening. You mentioned that of all your blogs that you've ever written and all of the podcasts you've done over the last six years, you've received more emails on this than anything else you've ever done. Yes, of a specific thing. Of a a specific topic. Yes. Um, I get emails, like multiple emails every week from people talking about the general 
like general topic of slow living and that kind of thing. But since we started this experiment only three weeks ago, I have had a significant increase in the number of emails and comments and Facebook messages and things about it. Uh, and the vast majority of people are sharing their experiences saying this has been helpful uh, because it's maybe helped my partner or my friends or my family also think about maybe cutting down on sugar or whatever. Um, or it's also been helpful in kind of encouraging people to give it a shot themselves if they've been on the fence about it or wanted to try it, thought it would be too difficult. And that's been wonderful. It's also ruffled a few feathers, which I think was to be expected. You talk about food, particularly people kind of, I don't know, everyone has a, has an opinion, which is great. You it's know what they say about a podcast? As soon as you mention religion, politics and food. Really? You're going to divide people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the triumvirate of things. <laughs> um, so it's it's been really, really interesting. Absolutely interesting. We've had a couple of questions that um, have come through, um, you know, and similar kind of questions um, that we've received quite a few of. A number of people have asked whether or not we think we're going to keep going with the, the sugar experiment. Right. I know we spoke about it a bit last week. I think we, we will in on the whole. I know I will on the whole. I think you will, but um, more than I will. It's you know what most things in moderation is okay. I probably will not go back to eating sugar laden cakes and things like that because a I don't want them anymore, and b there are other options. Like I did make during the week my first sugar free like treat kind of thing. It was good, it's delicious, it's great, really really delicious. My dad, who has a notorious sweet tooth, um, had two pieces of it this morning. He's like, this is really good. So. Yeah. Um, it's – I don't think that I need to go back to cooking sweet treats and things like that. Our kids really enjoy that sort of cooking. Okay, I'll pose this to you. Mm-hmm. Arla's b- birthday in the next week, will you be making a sugar-laden cake? I'll just make a normal cake. Right. Yeah. So I make a my go-to cake and, and little cupcake recipe is just a chocolate mm-hmm. cake. I years ago halved the sugar in that. And it's no one noticed. No one noticed. And I have since halved the sugar again. So it's got a quarter of the sugar that the initial recipe asked for. I'm quite happy with that. I think it's about a quarter of a cup of sugar in a cake. Yeah, right. Okay. So I'll just make that. I think, honestly, um, I'm not rationalizing away, you know, changes and stuff here. I don't think that sugar in cake is necessarily the problem you know that you're putting sugar in cake and if you cut down on it you have it you have it again you're aware of that it's the hidden sugars that are the really difficult things to you know move away from particularly when they're in convenience food because people buy convenience food because it's convenient they don't have time they don't have the energy they don't have maybe the inclination to cook things from scratch and that's where the hidden stuff comes in and that's where it's really difficult that's where it's going to change the most for me. Right. Is that You know, you go out and buy. I would often go out when I'm working in the city, go out and grab a sandwich mm. or a, uh, a wrap or something. And I just know, or well, I don't know, that's the thing. That's I just the difficult thing, yeah. don't know what's in it. And more often than not, there'd just be a whole heap of preservatives and sugars, you know, on in sauces and all that sort of stuff um, that, you know. It's full of, full of sugar. Mm. So that for me is is the real big thing. That's where you're going to change the most. 
again, we've said it before, it's just being prepared. You know, it's so boring to say. It is. It? It's really boring. Like, it's a boring thing to talk about. But preparing ahead of time is one of the best ways to cut down on that incidental convenience food kind of sugar. And, yeah, I'm in a similar situation that those things that I would that would be just a go-to if ever I was out or unprepared, they're just not – they're not what I would like to, to eat anymore. Mm. I will forever now be very conscious of what I'm eating mm. and will be always looking to reduce the sugar intake. Another question that I received during the week, which was quite interesting actually, um, a woman sent it through on Facebook, she was – Asking about our weekend naps, because I've often talked about how much I like to have a quiet little snooze on the weekend or, um, you know, particularly downtime on the weekend. But a weekend nap is something I've always taken pleasure in, not that I get to do it every weekend. Um, And she asked if I still feel the need to have a nap. And I don't at all. Nope. We always would feel on the weekends just this... You know, strung out, exhausted kind of feeling. Particularly after lunch or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we'd have some kind of carb-heavy yeah. comfort food lunch and then go, oh, I'm really tired. Oh, Maybe lay crash. down and watch a movie. The kids might have a sleep, yeah. whatever. And then wake up like rubbish. Yeah. Yep. And I just I don't feel like that anymore, which is quite interesting. Uh, I hadn't even thought about it. I think on the whole, though, we have got more energy and we've been working longer hours with starting up the business that I don't know how well we would have coped with that. It's very true. You know, if we added another three hours to our work days 12 months ago, we would struggle big time. Sugar has saved our sanity. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, but it has. Like, it, it's, it's, I feel more even, more level. Yeah. In Chemically. Terms of my energy. Yeah. Chemically, I feel. And I don't know. I have no idea of whether whether sugar does do that. No idea whatsoever. But you know what? I don't need to. It's just how I feel. Exactly. That's the thing. The science behind it, I really don't care. I think for me and for you, the proof is in the lack of pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Pudding. Proof is in the sugar-free pudding. <laughs> but it is. Like, I, I'm the same. People are asking a lot of questions about, you know, the science of it. And, but do you have proof? I don't need specific proof on a piece of paper when I feel really well. Yeah, I got proof. You got the love knobs proof. <laughs> I feel like this, uh, this one's getting away from us a little bit. Mm. Um, so we've got one more week to go. Congratulations for those that have uh, also taken up the know, sugarless there's diet. A few, there's quite a few people who have been playing along at around the same time. It's it's. I would be fascinated to hear from you guys as you finish up your experiments too, how you felt, whether it made any kind of difference, whether it's something you're going to continue with or if it's just a, a good circuit breaker. I find that really interesting to hear other people's experiences because they're different. Everyone's different. Big shout out to our mate Andy McLean who are, who has done uh, the sugarless and the alcohol-free as well. Go so Andy. Um, shout out to him and um, just hold on for one more week. <laughs> That's pretty much it from us this week. It's, uh, as always, you can get show notes at Slow Your Home. This week at slowyourhome.com 
forward slash 49. We have got a bumper hostful for you for our 50th anniversary okay. of podcasting. We? Yeah, well, we're going to do a hostful for 50th. Awesome. I feel, yeah. I feel, I feel like it's been ages, but it hasn't really. It's only been a month since we've no. done a hostful, but no. it, it'll be... It'll be good. Yeah, 50th episode where we will talk about the business, mm. more about my transition because we've had a few few questions about that and how we've been how we've managed to do it and how we keep it slow while mm. <laughs> increasing the things that we need to do. But yeah. it's it's definitely worth worth talking about. I'm looking forward to talking about that a bit actually. Me too. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Love and love. This has been another episode of the Slow Home Podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe via iTunes and leave us a rating or a review. Thanks for listening. Jack Rabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, podcast.